And now it's time for the ridiculous. <laughs> what kinds of things make people pissed? And how many suitors exactly has she dismissed? Siri, what are some locations for a lover's tryst? Uh, oh, darling, surely there must be a list. A list? A list? A list? A list? You're telling me it's all here on this bleeding it's list. This preposterous and ludicrous. Well, actually, it's all quite ridiculous. Ridiculous. Welcome to The Ridiculous. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill. And we are back after a two-week holiday break. Uh, we didn't mean for it to do, be two weeks, but... No. We just, I didn't... A whole week just, just got lost in time. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that it's just such an abyss of time that, like, I don't... Maybe because the holidays were both on Mondays this yeah. year. I don't know what happened, but... Uh, anywho, we're back. How was your holiday? I did just see you last night, so this is. Yes. A little, I do. I you do know, know how, how you know how my holiday was. All right. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was great. It was great. It was super um, easy, chill. I didn't have. I will say, upside of divorce. <laughs> Less holiday madness. <laughs> it's like, it's so it's not, I don't have like two families I have to run to, like two Christmases, yeah. two whatever. It's like I had the kids for Christmas Eve. That's a big, our family does the big Christmas Eve night on my side. And then I had them for the morning. And then their dad took them for the Christmas day. And I just went right in my bed, got under covers, and watched five hours hours of the natalia grace documentary <laughs> <laughs> wait is that the one about merry the, christmas <laughs> um, is that the one about the girl who was adopted and they didn't know what how old she was yeah mm -hmm. it's wild so what's it will you, Do you spoiler want spoiler yeah okay, i want to know spoiler alert she um they you know did a dna test and um she was a child she was a child the whole time these people were disgusting they <sighs> just like they used her and they abused her and then they left her and they re-aged her so that even though many doctors told them that she was a child they got like a family doctor to say that that he thought or they thought that they um that she was an adult yeah. And somehow they were able to re-age her and then they moved her out of the house when she was actually eight years old. An eight-year-old little girl was living in an apartment by herself. She's disabled. She could like barely walk, barely take care of herself, and they left her in an apartment to take care of herself. And it was Hold on just a second. Okay. Apologies, my coffee has been delivered. Oh, you lucky <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man, I've never been more jealous of you in, my, in our entire friendship. <laughs> you just got handed, like, not a coffee, an at-home coffee. That is – No, a, no. No, that's – where's that from? This is from Waller's Coffee Shop. It's an Ooh. latte with honey, and <gasps> it is delicious. It looks every bit mm – -hmm. Oh, yeah. delicious. I don't, that doesn't make sense. Um, but <laughs> it looks very delicious. But anyway, yeah, the whole thing is fucking nuts. And it ended it, like, and then season two came out immediately after. So I finished that over the course of the last few days. And it was Wait, left season with, two of the same thing? 
Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, if there's season one that kind of first starts telling, they let the parents tell their side, the Barnetts tell their side. And oh, then so they, they participated? Tell, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, the mother didn't, but the, the father did, and he's crazy. Like, I've never yeah. just like seen a human being even act the way that he does. It's so strange. He's so strange. Um, it's like, it, it'll make your skin crawl, truly. Yeah. So, um, highly recommend. <laughs> but uh, but it, like I'm still just in shock because like it just ended with this like crazy twist and now there will be more to the story. It's like still going, but it has I been mean, proven that she she was a child when they said she was an adult for sure. It just makes yeah that oh I just think about my son who is about to turn eight and like he's a baby. He's a baby. Not he is men- a he is a baby. He cannot like even feed himself. Like what? Yes. what the hell? I would never leave him alone in the house. And then compound that with the fact that she was a disabled person. And yeah, like it, it, it was like, and they put her, and then they put her in another apartment, um, where that was in a horrible neighborhood and um, very dangerous. And then they put her on the second floor. So she had to walk up all these stairs without like any help. It's just disgusting, really. Like they need to be in jail, the both of them. Um, wow. But that's uh, so much worse than I even thought. I thought I knew what the story was, and I thought, yeah. oh, I'll just watch this thing because I didn't have anything else to watch. And um, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like there's so much more to the story. So, look, we are a true crime podcast again. <laughs> Look at us. Well, actually, I mean, speaking of our true crime past, it's coming back around because when you guys hear this, Jen will now be a true crime TV star. A a star. (laughs) Celebrity. (laughs) They've already prepared me. They've been like, your life is about to change. (laughs) I'm just excited to be along for the ride. You're going to have to get security and (laughs) – Tell everybody what we're talking about. You won't be able to just go out to dinner with your friends like you thought you could. Invest in big old sunglasses and Mm -hmm. very plain uh, baseball hats that make you very much look like you're a celebrity. Try to hide yourself. Up on a higher hill (laughs) to where people can't see into your windows. Um, I um, so I was asked to a story that we did on Dumb Love a long time ago. Uh, years ago. It was like four yeah. or five years ago. It was like one of um, the first shows we did, one of the first stories we did. Yeah. Um, they are doing this show on Investigation Discovery called um, – the show is called Seduced to Slay. And they're covering yeah. the story that I covered. So they asked me to be a guest on the show and I'll be like, I guess, narrating it, I guess. Um, Jen's so like I the did talking it. head. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, I was like, is it a comedy? And they were like, no, not at all. Very serious. I mean, maybe – do you think it's because all of the times that we uh, joked that you're a journalist? (laughs) I think. I know. I was like, you know that – I did sign an NDA and um, I don't know what that means exactly. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I was – I think I could talk about the initial conversation. I was like, well, um, like all my information – that I have on this case is just shit I got from your information by watching like <laughs> investigation discovery and maybe some Googling. I don't know. I'm an idiot. And so they're like, that's fine. 
We love it. Come on. <laughs> we're, we're great with that. So yeah, it should come out. Um, it's going to come out on Monday. So by the time this yeah. airs, it'll or have already come out. So you can watch it on Investigation Discovery or you could watch it on Amazon, I believe. Like uh, Yes. And um, and I think you might have to purchase the episode on Amazon. But am I worth $2.99? Yes. Uh, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, and we will, of course, have the links up in all of our social media. So. Yeah. So uh, – yeah, all for all that. Of our dumb love listeners, carryover listeners, um, I this one's for you. This one's for I you. I did Jen. it. She reached for back you guys. And, she- <laughs> <laughs> and can you tell everybody what the name of the episode is? Because the, it's amazing. Yeah. The name of the episode <laughs> is called Murder on My Bingo Card. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it a comedy? Maybe. No, it's not. It's not. It's a very serious show. But um, I mean, but the, the way whole, Jen tells it, the whole idea of it all is hilarious to me. And I, I will say that this particular murder, whereas normally I wouldn't want to like capitalize off or or benefit off a death or a murder or whatever that happened, I will say this person that was murdered was a very terrible person that deserved it. Yeah. So I, um, I don't feel so bad. Right. I really don't. <laughs> That's why we never uh, made money off of Dumb Love is because we didn't want to profit off of people's yeah, murder exactly. stories. <laughs> they tried to pay us. They tried to. We tried to make us millionaires and we were like, no, we have morals. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, sir. <laughs> we do uh, this as a community service. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's get into our list. Jen. All right. Let's do it. So my list this week, coming back, uh, brand new year. Last night, you and I and a couple of our girlfriends um, did got together and did vision boards. Yes. Um, because we are going to manifest the shit out of this year and beyond. And you guys, you're not even going to believe the kind of stuff that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. We said uh, we're going to meet back in one year and, uh-huh. um, you know, to do redo it. And then also everybody's got to bring their vision boards and we have to see like what came yeah. to fruition. So and I'm, excited. I'm a person, I know that some people don't like New Year's resolutions or that whole like beginning of the year kind of setting new goals, but I love this time of year. I really feel like, especially like this time when it's kind of like, you know, January, it's like nobody's doing much these weeks. It feels very like borrowed time to me. It's like a time to like really reflect and, you know, set goals and decide what I want to be in the next year. Um, So I found this list and this is 19 best pieces of advice that people say they ever got. And honestly, these are all really solid. That's okay. That's the whole article. I Um, love this. Yeah, Brian Galindo. And I thought, you know, hey, look, we're all looking to like make some changes. We're all like trying to decide what we want to do this year. And so maybe having some good, solid advice as a foundation. And also, I want to know if you think these are good pieces of advice. They're things you have followed. Um, And also, I'm wondering what's the best piece of advice you ever got. Some well, one one of my favorite say or quotes, I guess, which I live by. Uh-huh. Uh, it's from, but it's not like I'm friends with her and she said it to me directly. I fucking uh-huh. wish. Um, is that <laughs> Kathleen Hanna from P- Bikini Kill said, um, 
you're going to get judged no matter what you do. So you might as well do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I just find that that to be so true. It's like, yes, as a woman, as a mother, as a person, you know, in general, like, yeah, people are going to make assumptions. They're going to judge you. They either like you or you don't. So it's like, why not live your life exactly the way that you want to live it? Yeah. You have one one life to live on ABC. <laughs> um, but the other thing that I've like um, been totally following, and I just saw this thing recently that it's the new, like everyone's getting this tattooed. It's the new like breathe on your wrist, right. you know, is, <laughs> yeah. um, is a Mel Robbins quote that's uh, the idea is let them. Have you heard hmm. of this? I think you told me about Did this. I tell you about it? Did I talk about it on the yeah. podcast? Uh, I can't Maybe? remember. But the whole I idea is like if someone, you know, if you're stressed out because you think your boyfriend's, you know, about to break up with you, it's like let them. Or if you're mm-hmm. stressed out because like um, you don't think you're going to get invited to a certain party, it's like, well, let them. Or if you're you're upset because all your friends got together and had brunch and didn't invite you, and it's like, let them. Like, let people do exactly what they're going to do and relinquish all control, and then you know what then you know what moves to make and who who your real friends are and who whatever and you'll be okay. It's just like yeah. you can't have anxiety or worries about what other people are going to do. Let them. Yeah, you know, and I, you can't control them. You can't control right. other, how other people are going to feel about you, how what they're going to do about how they're going to do. And like, yeah, let them show you who they are and then you get to make a decision about how you react to that and how you then – go forward, right? Like right. if somebody's going to show you that they're not a reliable person, well, then you have a choice, right? You can either like keep being friends with them and accept them as they are, or you can like move on. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't know if she meant it in this way or not, but I feel like it applies. But even like stressing about my little brother or, um, and decisions he's making or my mm-hmm. older sister and like things, you know, I'm like, you know, I used to be very protective and had anxiety about um, and would stay up all night Mm. long thinking about things they they were doing and decisions they were making, what I thought was best for them. And, you know, and it's like, well, no, Mm -hmm. like they they just have to live their lives. And it's like, let them make all the decisions they're going to make. And and there are so many times that I've been, I was wrong. I was wrong about things and they were right. So it's like, I know I'm going to get a phone call from Bobby. Like, what'd you just say? <laughs> you were about? Um, sometimes I am. And so it's like, I would have saved myself so many sleepless nights over the years had I just like, had already had this mindset of let them. And yeah. So, and I don't know well, if that's, that's what she means by it or not, but that's just the way that I take it. That's something, um, my friend Grace, who I've talked about a lot of times. Hi, Grace. Um she always says like don't borrow stress from the future like don't that's so a like great you know saying. when you're like worried yeah. about like things that haven't happened it's like why are you stressing about something that hasn't happened yet like if you it, it you can be stressed when it happens but like yeah. don't be anxious and don't be stressed about things that like may not ever come around like you're yeah just, yeah that's um i try to remember that <laughs> i try to i like that. that a lot i like that yeah. grace yeah, good job, Grace. Um, okay, so here's the first one from Bu- BuzzFeed, and I actually think this is something that I have really embraced in the last several years: is you don't have to be good at something to enjoy it. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think that is like such great advice, especially for uh, creative people because, Mm. or even if you're not creative, like, but I think that like, because part of our job is being creative, it's then you try, you don't want to try other creative things because you're like, well, I mean, I'm probably not going to be good at drawing, but like, I've really embraced like dancing and, you know, doing pottery and drawing and painting and all of these things that just like bring me little joy. Yeah. I'm not good at them, but it's like, well, the only way to get good at something. I've seen you on the dance floor and you're good at it. That's just what I, that's what I'm trying to like fetch. I just wanted you to, <laughs> to compliment my dance moves. <laughs> I'm no good at dancing. I'm so, no. I'm such a bad dancer. You're a great dancer. Thank you. Um, um, but no, yeah, but yeah, I think I that love is. that. I've been surfing like probably 10 times, but have I ever gotten up maybe once or twice? Yeah. In the whole, like in all the times, but I just really enjoyed trying and I really just enjoyed like being out on the water and the whole like like coming in and out I I enjoyed the experience but am I good at it hell no yes no way yeah yeah I very much love the like come as you are kind of mentality of you know like the dance class that we went to at Evolve or like our friend Alice's dance classes yeah it's very much like you are just here to move your body and however you do that is like great like, yeah. you know, that is great. There's no expectations and no judgment. And that's just like yeah. such a beautiful space. Um, I wish I had like embraced that more as a younger person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So if it doesn't work, move on. Okay. Which I actually am so for that advice. I am like, not that I, you know, obviously I believe in like trying hard and sticking with something like that. You know, that is like the key to comedy. <laughs> I think a comedy career uh-huh. is like, just keep doing it. But I also think this idea of you can't never quit. I just don't, I think that, yeah, sometimes you should quit. Sometimes you should. Sometimes like you're in a bad situation and, or sometimes you're just, you know, banging your head against the wall and it's not making you happy. And it's like, it's okay to admit that something isn't for you and that it is not serving you and that you, it's time to move on. Like, yeah, I think as long as you give it a good try and you really put it effort into it. if it's not working then yeah then move on yeah mm-hmm. we're not like i don't know i mean i know this is this gets into like people's parenting philosophies but like you know we're very much with max like if you sign up for something see it through but if you don't like it you don't have to do it again you know what i mean like if he like yeah. we had him do soccer and he hated it and we we're like we'll just finish the season and then now he never has to do it again because he's tried it so yeah you know i just I like that I rule. Know. We we yeah. generally apply that to our children. I don't think there's mm-hmm. ever a time where we pulled them out of something mid-season, but yeah. I mean, we, if he had been like truly yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do think that there there is also uh, something to say for that of being like honoring your kids when they know what they want and know what they don't want, being like, "Okay, I believe yeah. you. I believe that this is not for you." Um so this actually, the context of somebody giving that advice was where they were like trying to make it in a town and they're, they kept trying to find a job and they couldn't find anything. And finally they realized like, this is not working for me. They went somewhere else and like prospered, you know, oh, just that's good. Like, changing your, um, okay. So this is another one is you have to learn other people's limits because they are different from your own. Yes. 
That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. It's great mm-hmm. advice. Like, um, so this, she says, my mother told me this when I felt disappointed that a friend wasn't showing up for me in the way that I would have in high school and had, had the situation been reversed. It illuminated that f- some people have different expectations in and for relationships. And the only way you can make sure you're on the same page was through open communication. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like a let them, right? Yeah. Because it's like, you know, let them show you how they are a friend and that mm-hmm. that's how they are that's how they operate not how you yeah. operate yeah mm-hmm. and also just like not um putting your like your feelings and intentions on I mean that's the wrong like not projecting your feelings onto someone else like so an, another one of these that I saw was like always write a thank you card and like I'm very much not a write a thank you card kind of person like I don't yeah want them. I mean, I, not that I'm mad when someone sends them. I just don't yeah. expect it. I don't really value them. I think it's kind of a like if you gave me something and I said thank you for it and then you got mad at me because I didn't send a thank you card. I think that's just so backwards. It's so weirdly Southern and I don't it's like so it. It's so funny how some people pay <laughs> attention to that and some people don't. Like recently, uh, a wedding that we had all been to uh and and I I don't want to give away the, what the wedding was but um one person said to me I'm still pissed I still haven't got my thank you card and he he was like it's been over a year and I haven't gotten a thank you card and I was like we didn't like and and I, he was like did you and I was like I don't know like and I don't yeah. care like I don't this one's, I'm not counting my thank you cards and I'm not like right. waiting but this person it was like very aware of the fact that it had been over a year and had not yet received a thank you card. <laughs> it's so weird to me. I it's know. Like, are you just giving a gift to get a thank you card? Like, why are you putting that on your friends and loved ones of like, hey, here's work for you to do? Like, it just is to me. You know, but like, I also understand if it was really important to you, then maybe I would like you know, maybe I would make the effort or right. maybe because you know that I don't care about it, you would understand more, even if it was important to you, you would understand like, oh, well, Sally doesn't mean she doesn't appreciate my gift because she didn't send me a thank you card. That's just not who she is. Right. 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 Like, I think there are, there's different levels of that, right? Like there's, there, you have to draw the line somewhere where you're like, well, just because, you know, I have to decide for myself what I need from a friend. And if you're not giving it to me, even if that's just who you are, then like maybe we aren't great friends. But yeah, like also I think understanding people and what their boundaries are is like, I don't know, just it makes it easier to not take things personally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This one is if you're not having fun, it's your own damn fault. I like How do you that. feel about that one? Yeah. I like that one too. It's like make your own fun. Don't wait around yeah. for somebody else to make it for you. I also yeah. don't like when people rely on you to be their fun at like yeah. at a party or on the weekend or whatever. Like they're when they're like blame you for the fact that they're bored. It's like you can do you can create fun too. You can yeah. do anything you want. Or like, you know, if you're bored, there's a million things you could do to cure boredom, but I'm not like it's not anybody's responsibility to cure anybody else's boredom, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm mm-hmm. very much of the make your own fun. If it's yeah. not, if a situation is not like, if you're not enjoying it, like then you have the power to do something to change it. Not just like, yeah, I don't know. There's no reason to sit around being bored. Um, okay. How about this one? I don't, 
don't let anyone else drive your car. I need people to drive my car. I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I'm, I really, I mean, I'm not precious with my I'm car. I'll give my car to anyone if they'll drive me. <laughs> I think we, I loaned my car to you one time. You did. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was like, here, have it. my piece of shit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't agree with it. that at all. <laughs> no, I don't either. So I think this is actually a really good one for young women. Um, if you want to have sex, have sex. So basically yeah. saying like, have sex if you want to. Don't have sex just because your partner wants to. Like, don't feel pressured ever. But like, right. if you want and to, also do don't it feel and be bad safe. If you want to. It's yes, like, don't feel, I heard, that's yeah. how I heard it is like, don't feel like you have to be prude or you have to like be whatever because it's like, if you feel like it, you do whatever you, the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's what you want to do. As long yeah. as it's what you want to do yeah. and as long as like, yeah, you're, you know, be safe, be honest with people. That's, yes. You know, do your thing. General Don't hurt anybody else. Of cool, General cool rules. sex. <laughs> General cool sex rules. <laughs> be cool. Uh, <laughs> be cool. Don't be not cool. Don't be all uncool. That's a housewife's quote. Luann said it. Okay. Is it be cool, don't be uncool? Yeah, and it was funny. Actually, what's funny in that context is she had brought some men home uh, and uh, they were all staying in a vacation house and some of the other housewives were like, you brought men into our house and how dare you without telling. She was like, come on, man, be cool. Don't be all uncool. And it was just like, it was awesome the way she said it. I mean, if there yeah. are not shirts with that get, on it. Get some, Luann. Yeah. yeah I'm right. sure there are cool. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I always stand up, advocate for yourself and what you know is right and best for you, which I think that is like one of the hardest rules that I learned. And especially this was like, I learned it a lot as a comedian is like, you are the only person who's going to advocate for yourself. Like, yes. You're the person who's looking out for you. Don't rely on other people to advocate for you because everybody is like the center of their own little universe. As much yeah. as like, of course, like, you know, friends want to help friends and, you know, whatever. Like people will help you along the way, but you just can't rely on that and you always have to be your own best advocate. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I, that applies everywhere, right? Like medical stuff, like anything. Yeah. Yeah, people are concerned. Like people are worried about their own things and what's going on in their lives. And unless you speak up, nobody's just going to give you a raise. Nobody's just going to give you right. a, a gig. Nobody's just going to like hand things to you. You have to like speak up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I spent a lot, I've spent a lot of time just waiting around for someone to notice how talented I am, you know, or like whatever, just to notice like, I noticed. oh my gosh, that Sally, she's she's funny. We should give her X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, nobody's going to do that until like you make it known that A, you want that and B, like, you know, put yourself in the situation to get it. Like a lot nobody's of- going to come to my house yeah. and tell me that I'm, I'm ready for X. <laughs> Nobody told me, oh, you can write a book. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, I had to do it. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a lot of it's a new comic thing, but I I was certainly guilty of it when I uh-huh. was a newer comic is you get excited about the people that you're performing in front of when a celebrity yeah. drops in or if like a comic you really love and respect is there, you get excited for them to watch you because mm-hmm. you think that like they're going to be like, yeah, you're coming with me. And while that does happen, sometimes like people will ask you to be their opener. It does happen. 90% of the time that person is wor- like running their own set in their head or they're thinking yeah. about what they want to order for dinner or they're, you know, walking through and, and um, like not paying attention. And like it's not – yeah, you if if you want to get booked somewhere, you have to like talk to the booker and you have to ask for things. You can't just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sit back and wait for people to like think you're so amazing. Right. Which- I'm like I've worked with a lot of amazing people who are like kind and have become friends and occasionally sometimes those friends will ask me to do shows with them, but like mostly it's not mostly that's not what that that's not how it happens mostly it's not how it happens you know it's like for a variety of reasons but yeah um yeah okay so here's i think this is a great one is you don't have to show up to every argument you're invited to Mm -hmm. i love that i love Mm -hmm. that too i'm like i'm so i find that is like such a good like when i'm pissed off at work or, you know, it's like, and I'm like, I could, I really have, I have the upper, like I have the higher moral ground here. I could like snap back at this. I could whatever, where somebody's like, you know, kind of says something to me in a way that I'm like, oh no, you don't fucking get to say that. I just kind of, am like, why, why is it going to serve me? Is what is going to serve me if I do come back at this? Like, is that going to make things better? Am I going to get what I want? Are they going to see things the way that I see them? If that's none of, if all of those are no, then like, I just forget it. I, one of my biggest life-changing aha moments was when I realized that like, oh, I'll never, like with certain people that I would mm-hmm. argue with, it was like, oh, I will never convince you otherwise. Yeah. Like there's nothing I can ever say that will make you see things differently because you are set in your ways. And a, a lot of people come to arguments to win, not to understand. Yes. And so it's if if someone's coming at me to win, then I don't fight. I remain yeah. silent and I retreat because I'm like, me, me telling you my side, it'll fall on deaf ears. It'll never yeah. change your mind. It's just going to get me upset. I'm just going to sit back until you're ready to understand versus fight. And I think you're you're never going to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're never going to understand, then I'm not going to have that battle with you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is, yeah, you're really good at that. I've noticed you doing that lots of times where you're just like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything because why? It'll never, that person will never change. Yeah. It's just going to be more, it's going to get me more riled up. And then what does that serve? Right. Um, Okay, I'm going to do two more. Okay. And okay. Um, so this one is like, I think, great for everybody who's getting back to work. It is, it will still be here tomorrow. So that they say it, that's wisdom for my boss on having a huge to-do list at work and not stressing over it. Get done what you can today. What you don't finish, what you don't finish will be there to work on tomorrow. And you don't need to take a mental bag- baggage of having a big to-do list home with you. Which That's is a nice like, boss. Very hard to do, I yeah. think, but also like so important. I remember my, my um one of my like, dearest friends, Hadley, she is like a 
She's a big boss lady. She's like really high up at a big company. Anyway, she sat, she, I remember her telling me she has three kids. And when her kids were little, she was like, I was like, how do you do it? You know, you have this big corporate job. And she is like, I just tell them, like, I have set the expectation that I, between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m., I deliver. Like, I am that yeah. is when I am there and I am working and I will get everything I have. And then on the, on that, that is when I am with my family. And like, that's just my expectation. And that's what I set for my employees. And that's what my, and I'm like, that is amazing. Cause she really did. I mean, she really was so good at that. Like just turning it off. Yeah. Work-life balance. And like it, I mean, and she works really hard and she, you know, I mean, she also, you know, I'm sure there are times when that's not possible, but like for the most part, she doesn't take it with her, which is so great. Yeah. That's Um, awesome. That's really great advice. So great, here great, is my great. last one. And I, this is like, I think this is my, my advice that I've said this a million times. And I think it is like, I mean, and I think it in the most positive way, it is completely freeing. And it is, you wouldn't care what people think of you if you knew how seldom they do, which is like, yeah, yeah. Other people aren't really thinking of you. And that is, should be freeing. It's true to, to you, right? Like, yeah, most people are just thinking about themselves, and like, so why worry? I, know. I mean, that's. I think that's exactly what you said in the beginning. Like, you know, I can't, I can't change what other people. I can't like what mm-hmm. other people think of me. So why not just be yourself? Like, it's the same idea. Whenever I can't, I'm like, oh, I can't wear this outfit. I wore this the last time I I hung out with. I always ask myself, I'm like, do you remember what that person was wearing ever? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Or like, or when I'm like, oh, I'm not getting booked. And, you know, does everyone hate me? Did I do something? And the whole com- comedy community doesn't like me anymore. And then, like, <laughs> and then I'll like come across a person uh, that I really like on Facebook uh-huh. or Instagram that's a comedian that hasn't been performing a lot lately. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, what happened to that person? You know, but uh-huh. it's not like it's not like anybody sitting around like, oh, like, no, Steve is such a dick. And we're not going to it's like, no, we're all doing our own thing. Nobody's paying attention to how many shows you're doing every week or yeah. whatever. It's like, yeah. So, yeah, we all need it. Yeah, I like that. Break. Like, right. And just like it's a good like get yourself out of kind of yourself like our not you, all of us, our self-centered kind of like myopic. It's like nobody else is thinking about me. So don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> all right. That's all the advice I have. That's our, I all the best it. piece of advice. Um, that's great advice. You guys should all be set. I love <laughs> Go it. Go live your lives. Go take on 2024 with all your new mm-hmm. words of wisdom. Um, 2024. Okay, so my listicle this week um also comes from buzzfeed.com but this one's written by Stephen Laconte um and it is people are i'm going to just go ahead and tell you the way he wrote it he put people mm-hmm. are fessin so it's a apostrophe <laughs> f e s fessin about up about the dumbest things they've spent money on and it's painfully relatable I just thought these were funny. That one time when I was living in New York, um, I applied for a job at BuzzFeed, and one of this woman who had been like uh, an executive there, like recommended me for the job, and I didn't get it. (laughs) And sometimes when we read these lists, I'm like, 
huh. the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were just like writing your words out completely. Right? Like, I think I was just. get it. <laughs> my mind wasn't blown about enough stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they asked, they, on a viral Reddit thread, they asked users, what are some dumb purchases you've made? Um, mm-hmm. This one right here said, I was high and ordered a five pound bag of peach rings. That is so funny. That's hilarious. I used to, when I would be, um, when I was like nursing and it was like, especially those first months when it's like middle of the night nursing and I was, Max was such a bad sleeper that I was just so sleep deprived and like several times things would show up that like I didn't remember ordering. So it'd be like some uh-huh. like miracle sleep sack or like some weirdo like the baby triangle sleep, sleep sack. Thing. That is yes. amazing. And I hope you used it. I did. So, okay. I, I did. I did use the baby Merlin. It took me a while to get to it, but I did try several before that, that I did not, I had no okay. recollection of ordering them, but I just was like so desperate in the middle of the night. Like, so I would just, <laughs> I was going to say my dumbest purchase was in the middle of the night, I guess, I I don't even remember doing it, but I woke up to, I ordered um, the like year-long subscription to the Calm app. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like I just really needed like some like calming yeah. noise or something and then I signed up for the, I spent like eight, like $90 I think it was. And the yeah, year you were just like, I need it right now. Up, I was like, fuck, I guess I, it's just me and Matthew McConaughey reading stories to me. Oh, um, and how much do you use it? Oh, I like let it expire and I never use it. <laughs> And then Jim had sent this to me. He's like, I really like this app. You should try it. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been there. Been there. Been down that road, road, mister. Nah. <laughs> um, but oh, this, speaking, the, of dumb, speaking of dumb purchases, do you want to see? Of course. Okay. Do you want to see what Santa brought Max? Um, this is my, my seven-year-old. Um, and he was like, hey, mom, um, I saw this thing on a YouTube video and I really want it because you can like – drink soda from it is it the stanley oh good okay i approve i approve this is what santa brought max i love it soda hat (laughs) for everybody listening it's a beer hat santa bought our seven-year-old a beer helmet (laughs) oh my god that's awesome i thought you were gonna say the stanley mug that like every kid wants it's like a $50 mug and it's just I a water that. holder. I don't get it either. But my daughter is like all about like Stanley yeah. mugs. And I was going to buy it for her. And then I was like, 50 bucks? This is crazy. Anyway. Um, but the, the peach rings things reminds me of yeah. like when my friend John, uh, who was like one of my best friends, he was the, actually the man of honor in my wedding. So he was on my yeah. side. But he was um, – so, uh, but he, uh, he, when we were like 23 or something, he got this like crazy inheritance, like some great aunt that he didn't even know he had was the heir to the RC Cola fund. What? And he got this like crazy inheritance where he got like a ton of money up front and then he gets like a certain amount of money, like every three months or something for the rest of his life. I can't remember. Amazing. But 
he just before I knew about this inheritance, he just called me one night and he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing. I'm like getting ready for bed." He's like, "He's like come outside." And I like went outside and he had like a brand new like black SUV. I can't remember what kind. It was like so nice. And then yeah. I was like, "Who's is it?" And then like I looked, at, I got in the car. And he's like, "Look in the back seat." <laughs> and he had bought a year's supply of astronaut ice cream. <laughs> John Purges. I wonder if he still has it. I doubt it. I want to know, where do you buy, like, where would you find astronaut ice cream? Did he order on the internet? He probably. how much is a year's supply? Like a. I don't know. It was like boxes and boxes of astronaut ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so I want to have astronaut ice yeah. cream money like fuck you astronaut ice cream yeah <laughs> like just- i remember he was like okay tonight he goes you get one night tonight i'm taking you out <coughs> whatever you want like and like balls to the wall i'm buying your yeah. drinks and buying your dinner whatever he's like but this is the one time and i thought that was like a really good idea for like if you come into a lot of money and like you know your friends are gonna like yeah not that i was that kind of friend i certainly wasn't but there are friends that like will expect you to like pay for things if you come in you know whatever but right to be like, like oh no rich forever yeah you're my friend and i will t- like tonight i'm taking you out and we're going nuts but that's that so yeah i appreciated it i appreciated the night out we had fun uh but it was <laughs> where'd you go did you go somewhere fancy no, I think we just like went to the local or something. Like I, we didn't. Yeah, you know, I'm not one to take advantage of the wool if you're paying for. It. But um, right, the whole right. thing was just hilarious <laughs> to me. Yeah, but um, because we were such like dumb, young, dumb idiots. You know, yeah. we were all poor, and then like one day, it's like you just get this windfall and buy a bunch of astronaut ice cream. It's so fun. Oh god, that's amazing. I know. Okay, so I'll get into the list now. Um, oh, right. So uh-huh. here are some. This one says, uh, bought $50 worth of Beanie Babies because I thought they'd be worth something. Oh, God. Um, I remember when people were like going nuts over Beanie Babies. Like, these are yeah. collectible. It's like, mm. <laughs> I know. That's how people are right now with those stupid mugs. Um, this one says, uh, my partner went out to buy vegetables for dinner and came home with a kayak. He forgot the vegetables and the kayak has never been used. I love that. Uh, That's great. This one says, when I was 17, I had unknowingly, I don't know how unknowingly you save up, but it says I had unknowingly saved up $2,000 from work. I chose to spend this on a double neck guitar. That's so awesome. That's such a 17-year-old boy thing to do, right? (laughs) <laughs> this one said, um, I traded a rather rare volume into a local used bookstore because I had two of them. Then went back to the bookstore a month later and excitedly bought my own book back because it was rare and I didn't think I owned it. I was wrong. So I guess like they forgot. So they, they, forgot sold, they sold one it because, and then they forgot that they had it. So they sold it because they had two copies. Yeah. And then they when they saw it in a bookstore, they're like, oh, this is rare and bought it and, and then didn't realize they had a copy at home. Uh, this one says, I bought a onesie for my great Dane. Don't know why I bought it, but I think he liked it. Oh, my God. Um, oh, man. My mom used to. She was like the – she was – she was – she loved to shop. She loved to shop. And she – we would find like – she would have like 
30 pairs of scissors because she would just buy just keep buying like forget that she had buy more oh i probably need scissors oh i probably need whatever it's just like you find like multiples like everywhere i was like why do you need 20 scissors why do you need 20 scissors like what is that for (sighs) yeah um, this one says, um, I spend over $100 or more buying clothes for my avatar on a virtual reality game when I could have spent it on, you know, actual clothes. Oh, my God. This is a thing that I, I struggle with with, like, my kids and my nieces and nephews and stuff because they all just want Robux and um, Fortnite money and all that stuff um, for Christmas. And it's, like, it's all just going into this fucking game. But it's, right. like – but I also – my house isn't full of crap Yeah, that they're just going to throw away. It's like what's worse, the plastic toys that are just going to get thrown away or like money that's literally going into outer space? I just – the like the Robux and stuff, I'm like, you know, Max gets like – like I think we have – he's we spend like $5 a month, you know, like he can have $5 yeah. a month, which is like – but it's like crazy. He doesn't even know what he has. He spends it so quickly when you see how much – these things cost and how quickly it goes. I'm like, it's, I don't know. It, yeah, it's kind I'm of- I'm torn. I really don't know how I feel about it. I know what you mean. <laughs> this one says, I bought a lot of how-to kits and books, like how to knit, how to do calligraphy, how to paint, how to write poetry, et cetera. <laughs> have I learned to do a single one of these things? No, no, I have not. Uh, uh, yeah, I am, I am notorious for that of like getting into something one time. Like I went- swimming the other day and was like, oh my God, I love swimming. I forget how much I love to swim. And I, you know what? This year I'm going to swim laps. And so before I have even, of course I already own a swimsuit. So it's not like I need that to start swimming, but I like ordered, like I need a cap and I need headphones for swimming and I need a new bathing suit and I yeah. need all the things. And I'm like, am I going to really actually get into swimming? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. That's I have like, like every art thing I have. I mean, it's Murphy's you know. law that whenever you get super excited about like an activity or sport and buy all the stuff, that's when you lose interest. Yeah. I have some cycling <laughs> shoes in the closet right now. Never wore them one time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. I don't I don't know what this is. It says a shitty mall katana while I was on a date, no less. It was a first date. There was not a second. Is that a sword? I think it's a sword, yeah. But like what's the mall? Like you bought it Maybe at the mall? Bought it at the mall, <laughs> like at one of those like, you know, weird gaming stores. <laughs> Have you ever seen those at the mall? Uh, I guess. Oh my God, that's hilarious. This one says, when I was high on pain meds after my ACL surgery, I was on Amazon and saw a typewriter that I really wanted, ordered it, and it was a picture of a typewriter on a notebook. (laughs) I'm still mad about that, LOL. (laughs) I bought on on, next door, I saw somebody was selling, we first moved here, somebody was selling two... Um, rocking chairs and they looked awesome. And I was like, I'm going to buy those rocking chairs. And, um, and they were really inexpensive. And so I was like, great rocking chairs. Um, we'll put them on our back porch. And then I like, you know, I, I gone back and forth this woman a couple of times about scheduling and I missed something and then she couldn't be there. And then, so she was like, I'm just going to put them. I was like, let me pay for them now so that you don't have to worry about me coming. You know, I'm going to come get them here's my money. And she was like, I'll just put them on the porch. Well, I went to go get them and they were 
tiny rocking chairs. <laughs> like oh those my rocking God. chairs. Like your children. I, and I looked at the picture and I'm like, there's nowhere, there was like nowhere to see like reference no, of how big yeah. they are. But we still have them. Max loves them. Tiny rocking chairs. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's why it was oh two for $35. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, always check your measurements on Amazon because I bought my daughter for Christmas one year wanted um a um gumball machine and I ordered mm-hmm. her a gumball machine and then it came in and it was this big. It was a mini <laughs> gumball machine. And it came in like, like the day before Christmas when it was yeah. too late, and then it just looked like a fuck you present to my child. <laughs> oh my god. Did it have like two pieces of gum in it? Like- I think there was like four or five. Yeah, it was so small. <laughs> Um, this says, I bought a faceless doll to scare people. Turns out I was the one most scared. <laughs> because, yeah, you, now you have to, like, yeah, now house this face- faceless, yeah. Um, <laughs> I bought a rare exotic cucumber from a guy who said it would give me luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh. Okay, I'll read just a couple more. Uh, this kills me every time I remember it, and it's honestly made me into the extreme money saver I am today. When I was younger, my family visited Niagara Falls. I had $50, which is a lot for a kid with no job, and I was excited to buy some souvenirs. I spent it all on keychains. <laughs> I only got <laughs> like six of them, which made it to $50. They were all of this from... Of the same place, too. It's not like they were from different cities. I wasted all the money I owned on freaking keychains. Who even uses those? It haunts me to this day. (laughs) Oh, that's the last one. That's really funny. That's hilarious. I love just like all Niagara Falls. So there's a lot of comments on this article, and some of these are pretty funny. Uh, this one says, I used to pay for my music. I probably have $1,000 worth of I2 songs iTunes songs from the 2000s that I never listened to now because I use Spotify. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This one says, I spent $200 on cream that was supposed to increase my breast size when I was a dumbass teenager. Yep, you can guess how that turned out. Oh, Totally worked. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this is the last one I'll do. Drunk and went uh, to Best Buy, bought every David Cassidy Partridge family CD they had. New rule, I'm not allowed to go shopping if I've had more than two drinks or if it's dark outside, whichever comes first. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Okay. How many could there be? (laughs) I mean, he was around for a long time, right? True. That's true. Didn't he make music for a while after the Partridge family? Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know. Probably not. not. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Matt Listicle. I love it. All right. Um, all right. Well, let's get into our list. Let's, let's get to our top do five. It. Yeah. Top five. Okay. So this week we have decided to do the top five, uh, our top five TV shows of 2023. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Because there was one I wanted to put on there, but it was technically yeah. 2022 and I took it off. Okay. I did the same. I did okay, the same because cool. I right. was like, oh, wait, that actually came out in 2019. I just didn't oh, watch okay. it until 2023. Got it. Um, okay, right, cool. I, do you want to go first? 
Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say they're both number five. I'm gonna say that one is number five and one is an honorable mention. Okay. Uh, so number five for me is that show, Last of Us, the zombie show, which I don't uh-huh. even like zombie shows, but it's a great fucking show. Um, I so didn't I really watch it. like Last of Us. My honorable mention is Daisy Jones and the Six. It's a little cheesy, but I actually really liked it. I think it's loosely based on. Um, it's on Amazon and it's starring Riley Keough. Keough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I think it's loosely based on, um, uh, God, why am I drawing such a blank? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah. I wrote the and book. What's her band? I didn't love it, but. What's the band? Fleetwood Mac? Yes. Oh my God. That was my number. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac was like, like my top five listened to on Spotify this year. And yeah. I, yeah, I'm like, brain fart. I need that coffee that you have over there. Um, mm. Yeah. So, um, this coffee. But I liked it. I liked the show. Mm. Yeah, that coffee. I will say, so I, I just want to say, like, I'm, I don't, I'm pro, I mean, I, I watch plenty of TV. I don't want to mm-hmm. say I don't watch TV, but I also just I, there's a, so much I haven't seen. I was looking at like because I was trying to remember what came out this year, and I was looking at like best of lists, and I'm like I have not watched most. I didn't watch Last of Us. I haven't watched Daisy Jones and the Six. I, I read the book and I didn't like it. So, um, but everybody has said that the show is like really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, so I also want to say there are some, and then there are some shows that I've started and haven't finished that I like. So I didn't put them on the list. And those are uh, Jury Duty, Reservation Dogs, The Bear, The Other Two, and Barry. So yeah. all of those are in progress, but they will not appear on my list. Okay. Uh, there are some shows that were I saw on lots of lists that I have also started and then stopped because I hated them. Uh, and those are Succession and Kunk on Earth. I hated both of those. Oh, God. I watched one episode of Kunk on Earth and died laughing. I was laughing really? my I just ass off. Yeah. Didn't. Maybe I, I was I just s- in the right mood. I was in kind yeah. of a weird late night silly mood and it just like, Yeah. I you think that that's so probably – I was probably just like in the wrong space for it because I was just like, I feel yeah, this annoying. I get that. Um, okay. So my honorable mention is um, Survival of the Thickest. Have you watched that? It's no. Michelle Buteau's. It's so great. Oh, it's no. Really, I did watch that. I did. Yeah. That was good. It's, I mean, it's not like a deep sh- – I just was like, this is a great comedy and she's so delightful and I it think it's only – yeah, it was yeah. a fun show. Um, and then my number five is Abbott Elementary. Oh, that's a good one too. So yeah, I forgot about a lot of these. And yeah, I, like shows like Survival of the Thickest, I rip through it so fast. You yes. know, that like it's like I watched it in a day and then totally forgot about it. Yeah, I think yeah. I just recently watched it, which is why it's top okay. of mind. But I just was like, oh, that is like, I mean, both I think Abbott Elementary and Survival of the Thickest, they're both like sitcom-y, they're really light. Um, I don't think they made any top lists, even though Abbott Elementary has got a lot of, you know, uh, awards. Like awards. Yeah. But um, but they're just – I love shows like that where it's like you just want a good comedy that has yeah. like great characters that you care about. Oh, and my kids loved yeah. Abbott Elementary. That was a fun one yeah. for us to watch together. We ripped through those too. Yeah. Um, okay. My number f- – Four is um, – it's on Apple TV. It's called Lessons in Chemistry, which I know is also a book. I didn't read the book. Oh, But the I show is great. I okay. loved it. All Look. right. Um, my number four is on Peacock, and it is Mrs. Davis. Have you watched that? No. Or maybe oh 
It's have so I? you would remember I don't even if you know had. what my so life weird. is anymore. It's Mrs. weird Davis. and great. No, I have not seen that. Oh, I highly recommend it. I okay. it was it's very much not like you were saying like Last of Us, you don't like zombies. Like this is something that like I normally wouldn't watch and Ben was like, "Please just sit down and watch one episode with me." Okay. <laughs> and then if you don't like it, keep going. And it's so weird, but there's something about it that just is so compelling and funny and like it's it's like unlike anything I've ever watched. And I really loved it. Awesome. I will I will try that. I need new shows. Do it. Cuz I'm I'm now in, to the point where I'm rewatching old Seasons of reality shows, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what are you even doing? I don't know. <laughs> um, number three, it also an Apple TV show, uh, Shrinking. With, oh, I love I've, Shrinking. Uh, with Harrison Ford and um, what's his face? God, I can't remember anybody's name right now. I love him. Um, I love him so much. That's why I love the show. What is his name? Jason Siegel. Um, yeah, yes, it's he's so, so good. good in it. He's so good. Yeah, I, I love the yeah. whole show. And Harrison Ford is amazing in it. Yeah. I love that too. Thank I kind of forgot that was this year. Um, okay, so my number three is Somebody Somewhere with Bridget Everett. Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. I love that show yeah. too. I totally forgot about that. That's yeah, so it's good. It's, that's like a I love a, it. like so much heart, so funny. I just I love that show so much. Yeah, and the the one that I was gonna kind of pair with it because I think they're kind of similar show, similar toned shows is um, This Way Up with Ashling B. Oh but yeah, I realized like that was like that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with it, I know. Um. Uh. My number two, um, this should not come as a surprise to any of my fellow Bravo fans, <laughs> but this year's Vanderpump Rules mm. was a season like no other. <laughs> they really topped the themselves. The real-time drama. It was riveting. We actually had an episode about it when we had Jolene on. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you love, yeah. I learned all about it. I was, I was yeah. invested. I mean, I didn't watch any of it, but I was invested. Oh, and the intellectually, new, <laughs> the new season is about to come out, and I feel like this might be a good time to announce that me and my friend Brooke, uh, who is amazing, her name's uh, she goes by DJ Nina Linda. She's a DJ, but she's also mm-hmm. my friend, Brooke Sprigman. Um, she, we're going to host a, a Bravo trivia night and, um, you won't get this reference, but it's called Naimum. Naimum. That is a reference <laughs> to Sutton on Beverly Hills, Sutton's track, uh-huh. Naimum. And it's going to be amazing. And I can't wait. It's going to be in February. That sounds, yeah. that's awesome. Join us if you live in Atlanta. It'll be a blast. Yeah. Come be on my team and see okay. how great I am. <laughs> I'll just be like, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Um, Okay. So my number, I have a tie for my number two, um, but these are both amazing shows. I love them both. Um, And it is uh, Slow Horses on Apple TV and Poker Face, which I think is on Peacock. I've seen Poker Face. I don't even know what Slow Horses is. Okay. So Slow Horses, Googling. It's great. There's like three um, seasons of it. Uh, it is like about, so it's about this MI5. Yeah. Gary Oldman's in it. Um, and it's this like 
group of MI5 agents who are basically like the rejects and they're in this thing called slough house, but every by everybody calls them the slow horses. And um, each season is kind of like, you know, something big <laughs> is happening. Like it's action, it's comedy. It's great. Cool. I can't yeah. believe I've never heard of this. I love it. It's awesome. Open, so I'm on board. Yeah. I think you'll, I think you'll really like it. My number one favorite show last year, which I don't think, also don't think will be a surprise to anybody because I've talked about it a thousand times in the show, is The Bear. Now, the you bear, said yes. you started it and you didn't like it or you started no, it No, no, no. We started it and just it. haven't, haven't finished it. Is there a reason? No, I we just I, like I uh, no no. There's no reason. I liked it very much, and but Ben and I were watching it together, and then we just got away from it. Okay. And we have just like limited time when we can watch TV together. That is so you're that saving Max it isn't around. for each other. We're saving it for each other okay. for a time when Max is not around that we are watching TV together, and because I often fall asleep early, it's hard to for him to watch TV with me. <laughs> For Ben to watch TV with me, so that's an acceptable answer. But I yeah. think you guys need to at some point just set each other free for the bear, meaning for the like bear. <laughs> every man for themselves. Yeah, like I'm gonna finish it this morning on mm-hmm. a Tuesday, and you're gonna finish it later, and we'll discuss later because yeah. you're just keeping each other from one of the best shows ever. Yeah. You just really got to get in there and finish. So we did that with Schitt's Creek where Ben, like he kept telling me I should watch it. And I was like, I'm not interested. And so he watched like up to season like two, maybe or three. And I was like, actually, I still, then I started watching it and was like, actually, why don't you wait for me? Because I really like it. And I, (laughs) and then I got so into it that I finished all of the seasons <gasps> without telling him. And he was like, what are you doing? I waited for like six months for you to get into this. And I was like, I couldn't stop. I'm sorry. Aww. So he doesn't trust me now, but. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just need to go your separate ways when it comes to this one show. Everything else, yeah. you can wait. Um, What's your number one? Uh, my number one, and this is the show that brought me the most pleasure this year that I loved the most that I have been watching over and over and over is, uh, the show Taskmaster, which I've talked about. Oh yeah. Endlessly. You have. I, and I, I still have not watched a single episode of Taskmaster. I think you will love it. Uh, it's just really fun. It is a British game show, um, with all British comedians where they have to do these silly tasks and, it doesn't sound my. It doesn't sound as fun as it really is. It is so funny. The host is amazing, um, and it's just so. I mean, I laugh at it more than anything else. And you can find like every season on YouTube. So all YouTube. free, all okay. on YouTube. Yep, good to know. Okay, it's the British one. Don't don't go for any other. There's other versions of it, like New Zealand and whatever. They're not oh. as good. Get out of here. I think there was even a U.S. version of it for a season, and it was horrible. I was going to say, I see one on uh, Comedy Central here that it's with Reggie Watts. No, it was bad. That's not good. Okay. Sorry, Reggie. Sorry, Reggie. You're great, but that's just not not the Taskmaster. All right. Well, I feel like we just provided a lot of people with some good content. 
show right? watching wise, not our podcast, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Also our podcast. For television viewing, <laughs> the world is your oyster. But now yep. I have some good recs that I'm going to dive Yeah, me too. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, you guys, you know how to get in touch with us. Find us on social media. We are at The Ridiculous Podcast on TikTok, at The Ridiculous Pod on Instagram. Um, rate and review. Tell a friend. We would love that. We would. Um, thank you guys so much. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season. And we'll see you next week on The Ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous.